Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gentlemen and ladies, girls and I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I've screamed all right, folks, to start this podcast 93 times, and the, the lungs are really starting to wear and tear, so I just tried flowing with something different, and it didn't go too well, but what a way to start the Brilliantly Dumb Show here, folks. Episode 95, getting ready to rock and roll here now. We're actually recording this episode on Thursday. Jersey Jerry has to work the last couple of days tomorrow he's doing overtime he's a blue collar guy and you know what to be quite frank with you jersey jerry has got it to the point where there is such a buzz on the podcast as i mentioned before the numbers are up the numbers are climbing to where we kind of got to work with jersey jerry's schedule i i know that sounds ridiculous but hey the guy's putting up numbers he's box office right now there is nobody that wants to see Jersey Jerry who's fighting, scratching, and clawing for his own segment on the Barely Dumb Show. There's nobody who wants to see him win this segment more than I do. Turnpike takes with Jersey Jerry. You saw recently, if you were following along, episode 94, he put in his bet for the Texans. He went for the Houston Texans at plus 9.5 in tonight's game. He's going to go ahead and back that up with another game that he's going to give us today. Not sure where he's going to go. Is he going to go ping pong, horse racing, NBA? We just don't know. There's a lot of unknowns here with Jersey Jerry. What we can expect out of today's episode, folks, is we bring on Jersey Jerry for his picks. Then we're actually bringing on dear friend of the pod, Joey Coldcuts. We had a golf outing with Kevin Connolly, E from Entourage, Kevin Dillon, Johnny Drama from Entourage, Bobby Fairways, and Joey Coldcuts. That will be a vlog as well, but we're going to go ahead and recap you, you know, kind of what took place there. It was an unbelievable experience. Guys that I really consider my good friends now. And just as good as it gets. We're going to bring him on to talk about that. For those of you who haven't watched Entourage, get with it. Come on, get on board. My favorite show of all time. There's multiple times when I was out on the course with them. And it's just, it it was truly unbelievable. Just a spectacular day. And I said, you know what? Let's bring Cold Cuts on. Let's talk about it. Talk to the people just how great that was. So Joey Cold Cuts joins the show here, episode 95. Before we do that, though. Let's bring in the kin, the king, the content factory, the electric factory that is Jersey Jerry taking the nation here by storm, climbing these numbers up. Here he comes. Let's bring him in. Gerard Gilfone, Jersey Jerry. Bobby. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> You gotta tell me when you're gonna do shit like this, man. For those, for I'm those of you, me. oh, oh, Jer- Jerry, you know my, you know my dog was barking, right, Bobby? What? <laughs> you heard my, <laughs> you heard my dog barking, right? <laughs> Folks, for those of you just listening on the audio right now, I highly recommend you go to the YouTube. 
Jersey Jerry is dressed as a Pittsburgh Steeler. He has a helmet on. It looks like he's playing linebacker for the Steelers, and he's getting ready to take the field. On Jerry, you look ridiculous. <laughs> I used to actually play linebacker, Bob, and fullback. Jerry, Jerry, where did you get the steel? Is that a Steelers helmet? Yep, I got it from a homeless guy out in Arizona. He gave it to me. <laughs> I can't do this shit, dude. Where did you... You got it from a homeless guy in Arizona? Yeah, for 10 bucks. It's a real helmet. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And is this to celebrate football coming back? Yep, football's back, baby. Pittsburgh's back. Yeah, well, if you didn't know football was back, just take a look at Jersey Jerry. He looks like Lawrence Taylor right now. Jerry, I, are you going to keep it? I, I hope you do. I, I think it makes better content. Are you going to keep the helmet on the entire episode? Yeah, it fits me perfect. Yeah, it does, it does fit it you well. For me. Jerry, you even got the headphones over the helmet. Can you hear me through the helmet? Yep, I got the ear, 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 ear sockets, whatever things right there. Jerry, how did you become a Steelers fan? Your name is Jersey Jerry. You think you would be a Jets guy. You think you would be a Giants guy. I just can't take you seriously right now, Jerry. Yeah, well, it all it all started when I was a little boy. Uh, you know, my dad used to dress me up in black and yellow, and he was a Steelers fan. And it pretty much just I fell I fell in love with the Steelers just by dressing up as a Steelers player every day. Also, <laughs> oh, Jerry, you look concussed. Are you sure that thing isn't tight? <laughs> Looks like they're taking you no. in for concussion no. protocol. No, it fits good, Bob. All right, Jerry, let's let's try to get this done. Let's get this into it now, Jerry. We're kind maybe, of working. maybe the chin strap is a little sideways. <laughs> There's more things that are sideways than just this chin strap. I'll tell you that much, Jerry. Jerry, tell me something. We're kind of working with your schedule right now, and I don't want to make your head any bigger than it is, especially for the fact that you have a helmet on that is way too tight on you right now. But we kind of got to accommodate your schedule now, Jerry, with how well the show is doing because of you. What 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 is your day-to-day job? Tell the people what you do, Jerry. You know, I'm a, I'm a blue-collar union guy, you know. I dig <laughs> holes, and I play with jackhammers all day. Um. Fix, fix broken pipes, gas pipes underground, you know, repair them. Uh, I run new lines. Um, and, uh, you know, I dig, I dig holes. That's pretty much what I do. do you, what, do, what do your coworkers think of you, Jerry? When they go to dig some holes with Jersey Jerry, and uh, you are a blue-collar guy, so mm-hmm. I do got to tip my cap there. What, what do your coworkers think of Jersey Jerry? You know, uh, to be honest with you, um, I don't know if you ever heard the story, but uh, – you know, my boss actually came up to me one day, and he was like, Jerry, you know, we love you here. Everybody loves you. Um, if you weren't so nice and such a funny guy, you'd be fired by now because you can't do your job. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not, the best. I'm not the best at my job, but I'm a hard worker. You know, I always stay for overtime. And is you know? that why we have to you, – what, you're doing OT tomorrow? Is that why we have to have you here on a Thursday? Yeah, I'm doing OT tomorrow. I uh I can't make it tomorrow because I'm be working late uh till nighttime. And Jerry is your are are your are your coworkers are they following along to see the segment? Are they following along for these picks? 
Jerry, it's really yeah, I mean, hard. To, you know, I mean, really you know, Bob, hard to listen, take you seriously. What, what I want, what I wanted to say yesterday, uh, last episode was, I really don't appreciate you laughing at me because it really ain't nice. You know, I'm taking my time out to be, to be with you and have a good time and record some shows here, and I feel disrespected here, to be honest Jerry, with you. I really Jerry, do. Jerry, you show up to the show looking like a linebacker without telling me, without letting me know. I mean, you could only – I mean, come on, Jerry. You let us know on this show that all of a sudden you're a dog breeder. And look, Jerry, that's the beauty of you. But you got you to gotta understand there's a lot of unpredictability coming from my end here. I just don't know what I'm going to get. I get that. I get where you're coming from, but, you know, I – Get laughed at all day at work. So when I come home and relax, I'd appreciate it. Maybe well, you Jerry, can easy, easy I got news for you, last. Jerry. You don't look very relaxed right now with that helmet on. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel fine. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Jerry. Come on. Now, you want keep, me to take it off? I'll take it off. No, no. I did, In all honesty, Jerry, I actually think you should keep it on. Jerry, let me ask you something, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, we have the Texans game tonight. You have your Texans pick. I'll be scratching and clawing. I'll be really pulling yep. for you. Texans plus nine and a half. A lot yep. of momentum coming out of that Kentucky Derby. Feeling pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. If the Texans mm-hmm. can pull this off tonight, you're really on to something here, Jer. Yeah, I'm 500. I'm back up to 500. Back up to 500. You know, gotta right get, where I started. Got to get 7 out of 10, Jerry, okay? Now, yeah, here we come. Ready to rock and roll. Your next pick yep. will be your fifth pick, Jersey Jerry. Talk me through this. What do we like? What are we taking? Where do we put our marbles? You know, I'm going to go uh, where, my heart, where, my, where my heart is. Um, like I said, I grew up a Steelers fan, and I'll be honest with you. I don't bet every single Steelers game. I don't think they're going to win every game. You know, I, I'm realistic over here. Realistic. But Jerry, you look when the I, when, when I, from realistic. Sorry. 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 Go ahead, Jerry. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. You know, Bob, it's it's my time now, Bob. You asked <laughs> you're right, me the you're question. Right. Jerry, you're absolutely right. Take it away. I apologize. Yeah. You know, you you're starting to remind me of these radio guys. <laughs> you know? You know, I call I call up to these shows and you're you're starting to remind me of these guys too. I call up to these shows and I try to get my point across about my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, how everybody disrespects them year after year, every year, and, and they cut me off. And they laugh at me every year. Every year I've been dealing with this. <laughs> every fucking year. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up, man. <laughs> I watch every game and I watch this team play. <laughs> You don't cry. Jerry, we're we, let, let me tell you something, Jerry. We are we, Jerry, we are behind you, baby. You're scratching and clawing for your own segment right now. Now's not the time to cry, Jerry. People love you. We absolutely Jerry, you know what you're doing for these numbers right now? You know what you're doing for this show right now? There's a reason you're sitting here week after week. So, yeah, I got news for you. I am going to bust your balls a little bit. But you know what? On the back end, don't you dare think for a second we don't appreciate this, Jerry. 
Now, come on, lock it in, get it together, and let's get you your own segment. <laughs> don't, don't cry. Come on, Jerry. Right. Talk me through this. What do we like this week? Take us home. Get your own segment. Yeah. Don't cry. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I love right here this week is, you know, I, I, would, I would go Indianapolis over, over the Jacksonville Jaguars because I think that's a mega lock. But, but you know, anything, anything could happen here. What I love so much about the Pittsburgh Steelers is this is one of the best defenses in my lifetime I have ever seen. I mean, and you're bringing everybody back with, with additions. Um, th- this defense, you know, led the league in takeaways last year. Minka Fitzpatrick is going into his second year with Pittsburgh. He's a superstar. You got two underrated cornerbacks in Joe Hayden, right? And right. Stevie Nelson, who we acquired during free Joe agency Hayden last is, year. And I can say that Joe Hayden's been phenomenal. You know, people thought he was done. And he, and he ain't done. And, and, and he got snubbed last year from the Pro Bowl. He got snubbed, which is bullshit. And then another thing that pisses me off is you got T.J. Watt at an 80-something in Madden? You got to be kidding me. That guy's a machine. Nobody can block him. You can't even double-team the guy, man. I mean, this defense is electric. They're on fire. And once they get back this year, oh, they're all together again. I mean, I don't see a team putting up 21 points on them. Gary, I what swear. Do you, what do you say to the people like myself that say, when was the last time Ben Roethlisberger, your quarterback, played a full season, Jer? I mean that is alarming. Look, I want to get behind you, but but doesn't that trouble you a little bit? I get it, but you know what I also what I also seen over the years, hmm. and I ain't really ain't trying to compare baseball with football, but I seen people get Tommy John in baseball and come back and they throw five ten miles an hour more on their fastball. I seen it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I- I think I think the comparison is a little bit preposterous, but okay, we're with you here. I kind of get the feeling that we're going with the Steelers this week, no, Jack? We're gonna be going. We're going. To, we're gonna be going with the Steelers this week. And if you, if you for a second think that the Giants can score on Pittsburgh, you're sadly mistaken here. I mean, they can't. They aren't gonna be able to move the ball on them. The Steelers don't even need to put up 20 points. I'm telling you right now. The Steelers could put up 17 points and win this game with no problem. You know, you know, Saquon running the ball, he's a superstar. I and give not him a superstar, but a friend of the pod as well. That's right, he is. That's right, he is. I'll give him that. But but who else does he got? I you know, agree. Who does Danny Dimes go, go, go is throwing the ball to? Now what's Evan the, Ingram? What's the spread on this, Jerry? Because if you tell me the Giants, the spread is gonna... six. The spread is six points here. It was at four. It jumped all the way up to six. And 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 my opinion, honestly, I'm going with Steelers minus six here. You're going. I think they're going to Steelers minus Steelers minus six is the pick that Steelers, you're going to Well, well the, the spread could change till from from now till 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 Monday night. But but you know, I'm taking the Steelers with the points all day. Jerry, there all day. is. It called me crazy, but I have a theory in that WNBA game, and I, I don't think it'll have the same effect on the NFL. I almost think when you took that fever, okay, when you took the fever bet, 
All right. Mm-hmm. That line jumped. I almost feel yeah. like there were so few people that were betting the game, but the people on the show, the friends of the pod out there. Correct. Were faithful. So you got you to gotta think, Jerry, you do have a little bit of effect in the sway of the spread. Uh, you know, I, th- I think you're right about that because right after people seen my picks of the fever, a lot of people must have faded me. A lot of people must have faded me because the line did a complete reverse here, <laughs> right? So you know what? During the Kentucky Derby, I did a reverse mush on myself. I loved, secretly, I'm going to tell you a secret. I loved Tis the Law. I made myself believe I loved Authentic. And right now, I love the Giants plus six. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to reverse push myself and go with the Steelers. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jerry, I got to tell you, from having you move to tears to now, you know, be in the show and the passion that you're showing, you want to talk about just a roller coaster of emotions. Jerry, you got to do me a favor, man. That was very upsetting. I'm sorry if I made you cry, Jerry, but I, I mean, come on, man. Bring that action, Jerry. You know, it didn't make me cry. <laughs> Jerry, that was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I mean, this has been – you continue to just keep us on our toes, Jerry. And, and to be quite frank with you, let the emotions fly. We don't mind the emotions flying. Jerry, there it is. There's your pick. Turnpike takes with Jersey Jerry. He's one for two. We're pulling like hell for the Texans tonight, a plus nine and a half. We backed that mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. Sunday with the Steelers minus six. Is that correct, Jerry? Yes, the, the line could change a little bit. Six and a half can go down to five it's and a half. Jerry just effect. take the Steelers with giving the points away. Just just do that. Okay, we're going to take the Steelers spread. minus six as well, and then we should see you Tuesday for an action-packed mm-hmm. episode, win or lose. we got a lot to digest. we got a lot to take in that, that took place. Yep. Jerry, do me a favor. When this close, you're going to take the, he- the, the helmet off when we're done here, right? Yeah, I'll take it off. I'll put it back in the case. All right. All right. Go ahead. I want you to take that helmet off, Jerry. We're going to keep the show rolling on. Jerry, we appreciate you. There it is. Steelers minus six. Keep that momentum rolling. We're pulling for you tonight, brother. You take care. I'm going to see you Tuesday, okay? Later, Bobby. Sorry about before. All right. No, no, no. Jerry, I'm sorry. Don't worry. We like the passion, Jerry. You take care, okay? Later, Bobby. Make sure you unbuckle that chin strap before you take the helmet off then. Yep, good idea. Yeah, let me, let me see. Let me see. All right, take that thing off for the people. Take it off. All right, Jerry. We'll see you later. Later, Bob. We got to keep the show moving on. My apologies, folks. Stay right with us here. We interrupt the Brilliantly Dumb Show here to ask you the most important question of them all. Folks, do you have a moose near the caboose that needs to be tamed? <laughs> I am talking hairy, big, and need some support. Thankfully, our sponsor today from Manscaped has you covered to keep the hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling fully supported. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. How about those play on words, folks? I got news for you. 
I ain't done yet. The Manscaped engineering team just perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. The premium lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made with advanced skin safe TM technology, which reduces nicks and cuts on your delicates. Nobody likes a cut on their ball sack. I know I don't. So what do I do? I get 20% off and so do you using free shipping code as well using code BROBIBLE. That's B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code BROBIBLE. From the moose to the caboose, always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off today, folks. We keep this show Moving on. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. Jersey Jerry himself, electric as always. That's almost just a sure thing nowadays. And now what we're going to do for you, folks, we have Jersey Jerry. No interview today, but what we do is we'll one-up whatever interview we could have had. And we're going to bring on dear friend of the pod, Joey Coldcuts. And what I kind of wanted to do was recap for those of you who did not see the vlog with me, Johnny Drama, Joey Coldcuts. We actually went up to that as well in the following week. So this week, we actually went golfing. Me, Kevin Connolly, who played E from Entourage, Joey Coldcuts, and then, of course, Kevin Dillon, who was Johnny Drama. And I tell you, we had an absolute blast. I wanted to bring on Joey Coldcuts, kind of just recap the day, what it was like, take you guys through it again. There will be another vlog coming with that. That will be exciting. But kind of recap you know, that whole thing for me, Entourage was one of, without a doubt, my favorite shows of all time. So I can't tell you how bizarre it was to be out there with, with two characters from there that have really turned into to good friends. We're going to bring him in. Here comes our very own Joey Coldcuts. Been a little bit since we had him on and we bring him back. Joey Coldcuts, are you with us? Joey Coldcuts, are you with us? I think so. There he is. There he is. Welcome back to the pod, Mr. Joey Coldcuts. Ladies and gentlemen, early and often cutsy. Let's get right into this, shall we? I'm ready when you are, Bob. Was that one of the best rounds of golf, the most enjoyable rounds of golf you have ever played in your life? It was kind of surreal, but yes. I mean, the thing that is amazing to me, and I don't know if, I mean, I think you caught on to it too, is they're like their characters. It's, it's like you're, you're kind of like we're in the show just shooting it up with them. And, dude, they're hilarious. I can't get over Connolly, dude. He is so Con- – like, Connolly rocked your world, no? Yeah, dude. He's so subtly funny. Like he's not trying to be – like Johnny's like this over-the-top, awesome kind of character. And then you got like the complete opposite with Connolly. And he just – you know, he's just such a funny character. I, oh, it's I look over and look at you, we start laughing. They weren't even doing anything. It's just the awful. funny thing was even like looking over and seeing them in the cart together. And like there was a couple times where me and you were just dying where where drama's getting ready to shoot a shot and just watching Connolly sip on his beer while, you know, talk to Drama before his shot. It it was just absolutely hysterical. And and let's be honest too, let's let's you know, we're giving them a lot of credit. I think I think we put on a spectacular. Outfit. You know what, Jay? I got to be honest. Not, not to pat ourselves on the back, I mean, but that's exactly what I'm going to do. They let's not get it twisted. I think they were having the time of their lives. 
Well, well, Dylan said that he want, he was ready to play more holes. He wanted to loop back. And play yeah, another. yeah, Dylan wanted to do – he wanted to sneak on and get another nine. And <laughs> Bobby had to like, shut him down. Oh. Yeah, we got – the funniest part was when we finished the first time when we played with Dylan again, who played Johnny Drama, uh, after the 18 members. So we all go to shake hands after 18 like you do. And he yeah. goes, guys, he's like – we got to do this at least once a week. And I thought he was going to say like one. I thought he was going to say like once a month. He wanted to do it once a week. I think we can make that happen if you really want to. I mean, any time we we, want to, and we're going to continue to go out golf with them. I mean, they're just, they're they're just so much fun. The, The first time where we played with drama, I'll be honest for me. And I said this before you even came on. Entourage, without a doubt, is one of my favorite, if not my favorite show of all time. And we've always said in our group, we kind of have our own little entourage here out in L.A. You're without a doubt the Johnny drama of our group over the top, you know, in the in the best ways possible. Sometimes a little bit outrageous. So I think you know that as well. But we've always start. said that to you. And then here we are at Palos Verdes on the range. And I just look back and I look at you two on the range together and I'm like, this is the dumbest life of all time. I'm like, what the hell? Well, and keep in mind, I walked in, I think I was wearing like a tiger print, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, which to me seems normal, but you, you're meeting this guy, you probably go, oh God, what, what the hell are we getting ourselves into here? But he was hilarious. I remember we were on the range. He goes, oh, Southpaw, boy. Southpaws, they like to get after it. You know, and he's just... yeah. yeah. Just, or even when the second time we played with him and Connolly, we're just on the range, and I didn't even know that they had pulled up, and all of a sudden they hear drama just go, cold cuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I had never met Connolly in my life, and the dude's just chopping it up with me. They're, they're, they're great, man. They're just, And you know what I love about them? They're just like regular guys who just like to get after it. We're doing shots. We're doing drinks, like beers. On, it's 1030 in the morning, and – and they just like to have a good time, which is great because they don't have that mentality where, you know, where star. You get that sometimes with some of these cats, and and these guys totally further from totally. that. I, to be honest with you, in the in the first time we played on a private course with Dylan, I I was worried pulling up that they were going to be stopped for pictures since we were on a public course. I I thought for sure that they'd be getting stopped for pictures and it'd be a hard time just to even get onto the hole. But yeah, they're just they're regular guys and the most fascinating thing. And as I've come close with really pretty much all of them besides Vince and, and, you know, who played Ari gold as well. Um, besides them too, I've really come close with them. What, what's so fascinating is that, and I guess it's why the show works so well. I said to this in the interview that I had with them is they're so much like their character. Like, am I wrong? Cause it's Johnny Drama. I mean, there's really not much. That's him. That, that to a degree, Kevin Dillon is Johnny Drama to a degree. It, it, I mean, it is. He'd be on the tee box, and you know, out of nowhere, he just and he's not joking. He goes, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, tip your bartenders. Enjoy the enjoy. show." Yeah, before every drive, he'll look back and just go, "Enjoy, boys." He goes, "I go. That was a little bit of a different swing." He goes, "Oh yeah, bro." He goes, "I got a swing that's about eighty percent. I call it my fairway swing." <laughs> Every time, fairway. Every time. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you just shoot that shot every time if that's on? Yeah, the- yeah. He he pummeled the ball down the fairway. Then we speed it up a bit. But. <laughs> yeah, he had a drive. It was like a little baby draw that he just piped down the fairway. So yeah, bro. He's like, I, I could do that every time. I just I, I have two different drives. It's like that. If you could do that every time, Dylan, 
put put that out there every single time. It's not even that bad. And he's got another ball ready, and he drops it. And Connolly was calling him Dylan two balls because he was just like. And and let's be honest, he's a very good golfer. Yeah, his short game is impressive. His short game is unbelievable. His touch, and you would never like expect it out of Johnny Drama. You would just think some guy that could hit the long ball. His short game was one of the best short games I've ever seen. He could well, put backspin on it. His flop shots are ridiculous. Johnny Drama flop shot. He says it's his favorite shot in golf. Oh, for sure. And he knows. I mean, look, it's it, it's a great. The funniest thing was when he was trying to teach Connolly the the flop <laughs> shot and just. Listening to their banter back and forth, it, it is such premier content. And me and you are kind of just in this car taking this all in. And they're they're really tight still. You can tell that they're just sure. very, very on close terms, you know. But it's Johnny, it's it's interesting. I keep calling him Johnny, but it's Kevin. But yeah, yeah, even on even on the course, you would keep calling him Johnny. We would just like, roll. I hope he doesn't get upset. Because I'm like, oh, nice shot, shot. I mean, Dylan. And, and <laughs> in the in in the show, they make him look like he's a shit golfer, but he's he's actually very it's good. Incredible. Yeah, and, yeah. And Connolly, I think, is still learning, but he played very well he, with. He us. played awesome. He played awesome. Well, he just you know he just got a membership too, so he really just got going. And shit, he he's good. But it's like Connolly. If he makes a bad shot, he just flies off the rail. Well, what did he say? I think we were like five holes in and he's playing really good. And he said, uh, he, yeah, he goes, I'm one shot away from a meltdown. Yeah. And he's playing the best golf. He's <laughs> on the green in regulation for a birdie, but he goes, if I hit one bad shot, I'm going to have a meltdown. <laughs> you know, the other fascinating thing is, is the stories that they have on the course. They know. Unbelievable. It's a, and for them, it's like casual, but the, the people that they met through filming with entourage and just the people that they know, and it, it's like a casual thing to them, you know, and they drop these stories and it's just, it's on the stories that they tell out there are just incredible. They're, they're the most ideal guys to golf with. Remember, he was telling about the time, I don't know, they're at an award show and they're in the back and they met Charlie Sheen. Apparently, Dylan and, and Charlie are like boys. Like, <laughs> right? it makes sense, right? So they're chopping it up and apparently Connolly goes, right behind him comes Ashton Kutcher. And I guess this is right when they used him to replace Sheen. For two, for two and a half men. And I guess there was like some banter and then they left and they, and then Charlie goes, well, that wasn't awkward at all. And they all just started, <laughs> I mean, but the stories are so casual. It's like, you know, they know these guys. Johnny makes a shot off the tee and he goes, Oh, I had a little baby feed. That's like Mark. And I'm like, thinking, Mark? Like, and I'm like, Mark? He's like, Oh, yeah, Walbert, you should see this guy's draw. And it, it's just like nothing to them. They know it, everybody. It's, it's so casual, you, you know, for them. But at the same time, too, they're the most, and like you alluded to it, too, they're the most down-to-earth guys uh, I think you'll ever meet. They're not these, like, stuck-up L.A., you know, clearly they've made it and everything. The most down-to-earth guys that you can imagine to play with. It was just phenomenal. We, did we not get after it? I mean, we were clanging and banging, Bruce. Well, the interesting thing is when we first went out, I think the first six or seven holes, we kind of held back if I'm not mistaken, because we didn't want to be like too much out there. Even the first time when we golfed with Dylan, we kind of held back. And then I think after like six or seven holes, he's like, yo, bro, let's get a selfie out there. We can throw on Instagram. And I looked at you and you're like, okay, we're, we're golden. And, we're and that's when too, that's when we brought the shots out. Once the shots well, came out, 
time with Connolly, I, I said, you know, I don't want to like be up in their face right away, you know, like kind of feel it out. From a content perspective? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then we did the shots on the turn and like, it was like a back nine was like a it popped. It popped. Of course, we had played with Dylan and just had a fucking amazing time. It that second time, it just it even just popped off even more. I mean, it was and we got to like seventeen or eighteen, and I started. We were kind of getting saucy. I look over at Bobby's like I am hammered. I was I, look. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I, I was I was beyond drunk. I was. Okay. And you and you knew you only have a few holes left, but you're like, damn it! I wish we would have unleashed the beast earlier because this is the most fun. Yeah, and it, it was, all swinging good at that point too. It was one of the most fun I've had on the golf for sure. There was a time too where you were you said to me, "I'm getting ready to shoot my shot," and you said, "What are we feeling here, Bob?" And you meant like, "What iron am I going to take? Like, what club am I going to take?" And I just said pretty fucking drunk <laughs> <laughs> and listen let's not you know they, they were getting after too I, I didn't know if they were going to keep up with us but they they can get all beyond they were ready they were ready it just you know it, it there was a couple times where you really and, and Connolly and dylan have really become good friends of mine you know even before that that you guys had met just from you know, working with Connolly before using the, you know, his studio at Action Park Media and, and stuff like that, that we've become close. But once you get out with the golf course on these guys, I mean, it's just everything's times two. I mean, it just, it, it was that, it was just so much fun. It, it, it's as good as it gets. And like I said, there was a couple of times where I had to kind of step back and think to myself, like, holy shit, here we are. We're playing with two of the main characters from my favorite show of all time. And we were just just having an absolute holding our own. Let well, you know what, Cutsy? Again, we can pat ourselves on the back. We're a pretty good twosome to play with, are we not? People DM us all the time to golf with us, and I don't think maybe we don't realize it. But when we go out there with the the banter, the talk, the just the whole experience, what we do really, what we do a good job of too. Cutsy is we and every every group needs it because you really got to have the fire you up. We fire up the other people that are playing too. If they hit a good shot, you got to tell them you hit a good shot. You get pumped up for them, yeah. and it makes the experience that much better. Vice versa, when you go out there and golf, you know what I mean. Guys who get down on themselves. If you have somebody who's like that encouragement factor, it might be just enough to help get get them through the round to get them through their slump. hundred percent. I went know? out and played my first solo round in, in a while. I don't think I've ever done a solo round. I went out and I played and it, really? you know, I would hit, sometimes I hit a good shot and I would stick Alhambra and okay. I would stick a shot, you know, a couple feet from the hole and you don't hear anything. It's like, let me know that I just hit a good shot so I could be fired up walking over to my putt. Well, the best, the best is when you make a great shot, and you get the valid, like the validation from the rest of the crew, but you put it off. Like it was like, ah, you know, I could have, you know, I could have, I could have hit it a little further. I eased up on it. Sure. And meanwhile, it's like, a, you know, in your head, it's like an amazing shot, but you really play it down to make it look like you're sure. at the level where you're hitting shots like that on a consistent basis. Under promise. Guys that you don't normally play with. You're like, they're like, Oh, great shot. I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. I can't, you know. And Meanwhile, you're a foot from the hole. Let's go, you know. <laughs> I, I tell you, man, it, it was as good as it gets. Folks, as you can imagine, the content's spectacular. Vlog coming soon. Cold cuts, great to have you back on the show. You working today? 
Yeah, heading to work uh, in the next hour. Got And then, by the way, Sunday, you'll be able, you'll be around, we'll do KFC Family Feast Week 1 NFL Sunday. I got to work for the afternoon games, but we'll chop it up. We'll do a Casadilla Cuts. Um, you, you watch the, the game at my house, and we'll watch the early rounds. You guys can stay and hang over and watch that. What, what do you, you want to do for sides? We probably should be doing this after the podcast. This is unnecessary right now, but sides-wise on the family feast, what do you want? The problem with KFC is that the family feast is great. The sides are not great. Well, they're not bad. The mashed potatoes are okay. Mashed potatoes will do. You do mac and cheese. That mashed potato, that mac and cheese, you got to do it, but it's very disappointing. It's too, it's like uh, liquidy. Listen, I, I, I always tell you this, the family feast, it hits different because it's a big order, so they make it fresh. Whereas if you do a one or two piece, it's a different story. So Valid. we'll have faith in the family feast. It's never let us down before. Let's be honest. We'll be there Sunday, as always. Cold cuts, friend of the pod, friend of mine. Good for having you back. I'll see you Sunday, all right, buddy? And probably a couple times before that. That's always good to be on here, dude. You take, take care, care, buddy. All right, boss. Bye. All right, folks, getting ready to close down here. Episode 95. Now, folks, we know on the Barely Dumb Show, we do not close down any episode. Without everybody's favorite segment on the show, it is indeed that time. It is the Ass Bab segment week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. Following that Tuesday, I tell you, fine, folks, submit your questions into the DMs to be submitted for the Ask Bob segment. Go ahead, be featured. The young man being featured today has a name that is too good to be true, and it is regardless the question that he asked, he was going to be featured because the name is spectacular. The location is spectacular. The question is actually spectacular. This is coming from Paul Roundhouse out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, I said it. There is a Paul Roundhouse roaming the area somehow in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where I am actually headed in a month from now. Looking forward to that. We'll get into that later. Roundhouse wants to know, Bob, what are five foods you could not live without? If you were on an island, what are five foods you would take with you? Now, I love the question out of Roundhouse. Again, even if I didn't love the question, Roundhouse was getting featured because that's a phenomenal name. Hopefully, he's taking up some UFC fighting somewhere. But I had to think about this one because I'm thinking my favorite food. But then I said, you know what? If I'm on an island, I need something that's versatile. I want a versatile food. I'm going to do my top five most versatile foods that I would take with me. Ones that are not only great, but have the range, can do a little bit of everything. Everybody likes a player. Everybody likes a food that can do it all. What makes LeBron James so great? He can cover every position one to five. He could be your point guard. He could be your center, power forward, shooting guard, strong forward. Doesn't matter. Starting us off, number five, someone that could do a little bit of everything, a food that can do a little bit of everything, eggs. You can start and end your day with eggs, scrambled eggs. You could put eggs on a final dish necessary in so many dishes. Dogs are man's best friend. Eggs are a pastry chef's big best friends. You don't have a lot of pastry without a little bit of eggs. Gotta have eggs somewhere down the line. Scramble them. You could put them on breakfast sandwiches. You could do a little bit of everything with eggs. Some of these Mexican restaurants just throw an egg on top of the dish and nobody questions it. Something about the egg, it's just you know not to question it. You don't really know why it's there, but you put an egg on there, you really can't say anything. And egg's an egg, very versatile thing. Number four, 
bagels. We know how much I love bagels. What can't you throw on a bagel? Tuna fish, gefilte fish, turkey, cream cheese, peanut butter, jelly, avocado, lox, onions, capers. Bagels can do it all. It is the base for just about everything and anything. I got bagels in the four slot, food you can't live without with. Now, number three, can we give a little love to the hash browns, the home fries of the world, the potatoes? It's amazing what the potato can do. We don't talk about it enough. Sweet potato, baked potato, French fries, steak fries, curly fries. You got fancy home fries that you get at steakhouses. You always get those same home fries too at breakfast as well. Home fries keep you on your toes. Are you going to get a hash brown? You don't know. Potatoes do it all. Let's start giving home fries the credit it deserves. I got home fries slash potatoes at number three with that versatility. Number two, we all know I love it as well. Caesar salads. You could do anything with a Caesar salad. You could have it for lunch. You could have it for an entree. You could throw salmon on top of a Caesar salad. You could have a Caesar salad wrap. I sound like Bubba Gump from Bubba Gump Shrimp. We got all types of shrimp. We got fried shrimp. It's kind of what we got with Caesar salad. We got all types of Caesar salads. Love the Caesar salad. Again, very, very versatile. You could have it as an appetizer. Caesar salads, do, they go all over borders. Everybody knows a good Caesar salad. It's America's pastime. It's the world's pastime. Everybody out there somewhere is eating a salad, is Caesar salad in some way, shape, or form. Cannot deny that. Number one, a lot of people didn't see this coming, but when I think I say it, people are going to say, oh, yeah, you know what, Big Game Bob? That's a very good point you bring up here, episode 95 on the Brilliant Dump Show. The number one food that gives you pleasure and versatility, bacon. You can throw bacon on a breakfast sandwich. You can get it as a side for an extra $2.99 at your local diner as well. There's fancy bacon at steakhouses as well. There's cheap bacon as well. You can put bacon on top of a wedge, a little bit of blue cheese. That never hurt nobody. You got lunch sandwich bacon comes on the sandwich. That's a big time play. Played a huge role. Bacon played a massive role in the longevity of the BLT. BLT has been, been around for as long as I can remember. My grandparents, 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 ancestors, grandparents were eating bacon. Bacon's been around. Pigs aren't going anywhere, folks. That's good news for you. A little bit of good news here for you in 2020. I got bacon in the one slot. And folks, I got news for you. That also closes down episode 95, The Brilliantly Dumb Show. Jersey Jerry brings the heat as always. Cold cuts, recaps the round with Johnny Drama, Kevin Connolly, Big Game Bob, and himself. What a hell of an episode, folks. We are rocking and rolling. Folks, I put this on the Instagram. I'm going to say it to you now. Please do us a favor. If you go to the Apple podcast, go ahead and put a comment. And if you can, if you think the show deserves five stars, by all means, please give us five stars. It goes a long way. We got a lot of momentum rolling right now. We got a lot of momentum right now. There's a little bit of a buzz in the air. There's no doubt about it. It feels good. That's thanks to you folks. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. We keep this show rolling on back to Tuesday. Football Sunday, you know where to find me. Factors Deli in the morning. And then I see you folks on the pod, on the ones and twos Tuesday. You folks, take care now. Love you all. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy. Gordy, can I bother you for a second?